Oh, my bad. I said you were gonna. <laughs> no, it's your time to shine. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday poor. We're back. <laughs> a little Maui Invitational on a Tuesday night. Fifty-nine years since they whacked Kennedy. Lee Harvey acted alone. We're not gonna solve it here tonight. Maybe we'll touch on it. I don't know. Maybe we will solve it. Let's not. I mean, let's not give away the ending before we even start. Maybe we will solve it. Maybe we have some information that nobody else is privy to. Shit, I should have done some research. Should have watched some YouTube videos today. I'm sure there's some good ones. <laughs> I'm sure there's some good ones. Do you think that day that LBJ was walking around, you think he knew? You think LBJ knew something was happening that day? I don't know much about LBJ, but he doesn't seem like a trustworthy guy. He seems like a <laughs> shady fuck. Yeah, very easy to put him on the uh, on the suspect list. And he just, he just looked like like JFK was. I don't want to say anti-establishment because he was like fucking rich, you know, you know rich just, spoiled brat. Well, he just you know he just well he came in like the establishment had a line, and he was like kind of you know came from the underworld establishment, and like some those worlds mesh, right? I mean, there's just kind of. The socialites, the rich people, and then there's like the politicians, and then there's guys like Joe Kennedy, and so, and there's certain levels of power they all mesh. So he right, he was from the establishment, but the people in the establishment would never respect him because he came from the underworld. Even though he's not really a gangster, I mean that's how he got there, though, right? So he just he just he came from a different part of the establishment, one that shouldn't, one that they, the one that the real establishment doesn't want in power, right? Yes, yes. He came from, I don't want to say new money, kind of new money, actually. He came from new money. Sure. And and the president up until that point, most of the time, was like an old, decrepit white guy. Mm-hmm. JFK was not that. And by whacking him, we went back to old, decrepit white guy, LBJ. Couldn't, couldn't wait to get back to somebody who was decrepit. It was just too, too long. <laughs> Along with that other decrepit guy in there, <laughs> right? It was three Plus, years. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, I needed it. We needed it. The country needed it. <laughs> Inject some life. That's really, I mean, to have. We really haven't looked back since. A couple no. here and there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, it, and as soon as we look back, as soon as we try something new, it's like no, 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 no. It's gonna, it's gonna even crustier, even older, even more yes. ordinary white guy in there. We need a guy who looks like he belongs on currency. Yes. <laughs> American currency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it really had to take the wind out of the sails of the people who were like, finally, one of our, we got somebody that we want in there and he's a little bit progressive and he's young and he's a little bit hip. And then they shot his face off. Yep. Brains everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, man. I when I went to Dallas, man, I felt like Marty McFly. I was like back to the future. <laughs> I've talked about it before. What a weird town. Just stuck in like 19, 1960s. And not the cool part of the 60s. Like, <laughs> well, Texas. The, the, six, the 60s. Yeah, the 60s where a president got murdered, assassinated. Yeah. That 60s. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the 60s in Texas wasn't all that great either. Yeah, probably not. I'm thinking more like, you know, Sandlot in uh, California. Yeah, Texas was probably not. Uh, Texas, very Texas, cool in the 60s. Texas is where they could whack a president. 
pretty rather easily. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I wonder if that, how, I wonder what kind of role that plays in everything. Texas being, cause I know, cause what's his name? Oswald lived in Texas. He wasn't from Texas. I don't think, but he lived in Texas. So, I mean, that's a big part of it, I guess, but would Oswald have found a way if, and did he have a job at the book place too, the depository? He yeah, worked he, worked there? There. So he, he worked there. He worked in that, there. he worked in that building. Right. Not I don't know if that was the, the only. Place. Yeah, I don't know if that was the only thing, and I don't know, but he worked in there. Okay. Right. So I mean, you wonder. I mean, does he have the initiative? So let's so let's let's pretend we don't know anything. Let's let's pretend we just know that he he acted alone. Let's say he's the lone gunman. He did it. Okay. Would he have had the initiative to like travel to Tennessee to kill him? Hmm. I'm going to say no. I don't know if his heart was really in it. It was like, well, I guess, you know, he's making a speech today. He's coming through. He's driving by. Kind of like put out a platter for him. I might as well, yeah. He's in the neighborhood. Let's see. So it's 1960, right? That was a 60 election. 60 election is when Kennedy beat Nixon, yeah. First televised debate. Huh. Texas was Texas was blue. <laughs> oh yeah, Texas was blue for a while. Oh man, yeah. All right. So yeah, he wasn't like he was going to the heart of like Ted Cruz, Texas. No, I mean Dallas is the city, so I would assume that. I don't know about. I mean, Dallas to this day is probably kind of blue. Well, I think I think that's Rogan talks about how Austin is great because it's a blue city surrounded or blue city in a in a red state. Yeah, Austin's very liberal. So it's, he's like, yeah, it's it's a great it's it brings a good mix and is a like it's there's a I think the way he says it is like there's some respect amongst the fact that they're diverse like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what it sounds like. Well, it's also, there's also a college there. I think University of Texas is right smack dab mm. in Austin, so that yeah. has a lot to do with it being liberal too. Yeah. And it's a big city, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know when Texas flipped. Uh, is it like in the seventies, maybe? That sounds possible. I really it, Reagan. Reagan flipped everybody, right? Oh yeah, I mean. You look at like the 19, not the 81 against Carter, but maybe the 84 election against Mondale, Humphrey, someone like that. It was like ridiculous. Kennedy wiped the floor with the electoral votes, but he only won by 130,000 overall votes. In 60? 60, yeah. If you're going by the popular vote, it's only 100. What did I say? 115,000. <laughs> it's, it's really close. 34 million 227 to 34,107,000. He won tight games, Kennedy. It's like someone with like a small run differential, but they have a good record. It's like they're good in close games. He lost California, man. He only won one state in the far west. Kennedy? Yeah. He lost California? Lost California. Yeah. Jesus, what a world. So he has Texas, New Mexico, 
then everything, man, I mean, it's like everything west of uh, Minnesota, Missouri, everything west of that is basically Nixon. Wow. It was close, very close. And how many states did Kennedy win? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 22. Oh, because nobody won the ones that mattered. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, stand, I stand corrected. The 1980 election was the election where Reagan crushed Carter. Okay. The uh, what was the, the the thing there? The uh, the hostages. Georgia. Well, that was Carter's home, so that makes sense. Minnesota, Georgia, West Virginia, Rhode Island. He won four states. Carter. <laughs> he got fucking crazy. At least he won his home. At least he won his home state. When you lose your home state, that's bad. Yeah, Al Gore, two thousand, and I mean, Trump. Uh, Trump lost New York. Right. But I mean, with everybody, everybody knew that was coming. Oh, he does well in New York too. Like I know he loses it, but I mean it's not like he's getting wiped clean in New York. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, oh, sixty was the first time Alaska and Hawaii could vote. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I got some nineteen sixty election facts. Let's hear him. Nixon won Oklahoma. However, one elector cast a vote. For Harry F. Bird. There's always one asshole. It's got to yeah. be different. Oklahoma. Get fuck out of here. Like nobody would even bother. Bird was Harry. not. Bird was not on the ballot. He received 14 of his 15 electoral votes from winning slates of unpledged electors in Mississippi and Alabama. Kennedy is the first Catholic and youngest person ever to be elected president. Was he? How many Catholics have we had since Kennedy? I don't know. I can't Card, keep track. Was Carter a Florida Catholic? So I don't know. They may have all been Catholics. I can't. I don't know. It's, it's weird because like there's so many different like, Protestants and stuff. So I don't. Like, I don't even know. Like to me, different all, branches. Yeah, to me they're all Catholic. But I mean, I know it's like if you're European Catholic, you know, Roman Catholic, it's different. But yeah, there's another reason to fight a war. Trump may have been considered Catholic. Oh yeah, that's right. Held the Bible up. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> did sit there with a Bible. <laughs> Bible <laughs> thumper. All right, so two two Catholic presidents, Kennedy and Trump. <laughs> Guys, were maybe maybe the maybe least Catholic. Oh, Biden's yeah. Catholic. Biden's Catholic. I was gonna say yeah, maybe Biden too. Oh, Trump is considered a Protestant. I don't know what a Protestant is. It's I think it's just Kennedy and Biden. Andrew wow. Trump, Well, then there's a bunch of Christians, which are apparently not Catholics. That's I mean, you talk about same church, different pew. I mean, that's do you have do you have to have an affiliation to be president of the United States? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. Thousand percent. That's like number one on the resume, dude. You you could get away with having like Thomas Jefferson eighth, was... eighth grade education, but you you have to you have to <laughs> pledge your allegiance. You got to pledge your allegiance to a god. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson was irreligious. 
Is that he, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you can get away with it back then. I don't know. It's before I, like people were really freaking out about Abraham Lincoln. No religion specified. I feel like those guys were always referencing God in speeches and shit, though. So. Yeah. There was true. something. That's there was true. something in there. What they definitely think, weren't atheists. What do you think happens? What do you think happens first in this country? Do you think uh, we get a Muslim president, or do you think we get a Jewish president first? <laughs> well, we have. I mean, we we had kind of a Muslim president. I mean, that's what the people who didn't vote for him said. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Muslim or Jewish man? Bernie Sanders, Jewish, right? I don't know. I don't know if he is, or it's just because Larry David played him in SNL. <laughs> I'm not really sure. We might have a better chance at a Muslim. Maybe just maybe that's a little bit of Kanye recency bias, but I think there's a better chance a Muslim gets elected than a Jewish person. I think Italians. Well, the Italians might get somebody in there, but it would be it's gonna. I don't. Really, I don't want an Italian to be president, though. That would be like a, sh- a dark day. I, I just. I think we're I, above the presidency, in my opinion. I, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I'm going to tell you, even if there is a president, he's not going to be 100 percent Italian. We're, we're like, <laughs> well, whether we missed our window to get 100 percent Italian in there, you're going to get a half. You're going to get a half. A half an Italian. At and and the, his last name won't be Italian. You think? Oh, that's a pot. It's a very good possibility. Yeah. And not be yeah, right because maybe his mom's Italian, not because it was think, chopped off at Ellis Island. You think he'll change it like Dean Martin, just because just they have a better chance, like in the South and Midwest, if he doesn't have an Italian last oh, name. Oh yeah, I can imagine going. Those guys wouldn't even bother looking at the just a look at the name and see a vowel at the end. Like nope, the other guy. Yeah, we're the la- we're the last. Uh... I think we might be like one of the last nationalities that you could still just kind of like be openly racist against. I, when I was on in Florida, oh, yeah. like I, I felt like I felt like a zoo animal at times. You could just tell. Oh yeah. Like the, our waiter came to the table and like, I forget exactly what he said, but it was something like, uh, he did like a, Hey, Oh, like to me. Cause like, Yeah. Could you imagine if I was like waiting tables and it didn't like didn't seem I, bad. It wasn't a natural AO. It was obviously no. It was definitely like it was definitely geared towards me, and I kind of just oh, like man. ignored it. Yeah. And uh, can you imagine like going over to like a table of like Jewish guys and just I don't even know what you what I would say, but like or if I or you know going over to like a table of, of black guys and like talking like in ebonics or something. They'd be like, "Can I talk to your manager, please?" Is that a thing, Ebonics? You still- yeah, Ebonics. It's like, no, I know. I remember Ebonics, but I didn't know that was like <laughs> still how people would put that out there. <laughs> I didn't know how to say it. I don't think I don't think that's how you say it. I mean, I'm not. If I talk, if I talk to like a character from The Wire, like trying to like chum up to these guys, they'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here, man." Yeah, yeah, you know. <sighs> Yeah, you wouldn't walk up to a Jewish fella and be like, "Oi, they just wouldn't do it." Yeah, start um, making like cheap jokes or something. Ugh, yeah, not not a good idea. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the AO, that thing is like, yeah, people think because it's saw it on TV or something, it's okay to talk to people like that. It is not okay to do that. And not because it hurts my feelings, not because I'm soft and because like, I, I'm going to go home and cry under my pillow. No, because it makes you a douchebag. And, I wanna, and then I have to hold back from breaking your nose, which would make me the asshole. So, right. Right. It's, you're just being a douchebag. It's they're punching they're up. They're punching up is what they're doing. They know yeah. whatever they are isn't yeah. as cool right. as what we are. So they're allowed to do it. Yeah, it's probably something that's a big part of it. We definitely have that coolness factor on, but they don't have that they don't get to, they don't get to enjoy that on a day to day basis. So they want right. Like, Our they, negative they, stereotype is cooler than like their positive stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, our negative stereotype is like the Jersey Shore at this point. Probably still cooler than their positive. That's, pro- <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, yeah, but um, it's very uncomfortable from because it's. I don't think it's all right. But again, it's not like I, to me. It's not like I don't want to chuckle it off. I'd be like, oh, it's like, great. You, you see, you know, that I'm not the same as you. Um, but it, the, the penalty should be like a bloody nose at the least. And not again, right. not, because, not because my feelings are hurt. It's because you're a dickhead. And right, you're not, I'm not a fucking zoo animal for you, for you to <laughs> just be yourself like you would be with anybody else and let me leave the AOs to me. Like, I, right. I'll, do, I'll do it when it's, when it's time. And you're not getting one. You're not going to get one from me. You're not an AO person you don't get an ao from me because you're not somebody who would ever say ao to and like right. or, or like i'd say hey yo this guy's fucking blood is on my shoe that's the only time i would say it <laughs> yeah oh, who do you think has the who has the uh the word the biggest negative stereotype Bro. It's, got, it's gotta be the, it's gotta be the germans right no i think it's <laughs> probably black people I would say, oh, the worst. Wow, okay, they have the worst. I mean, it's everything. The Germans have they have the Holocaust. The first um, thing you think of when you think of, yeah, of but, German is yeah, Nazi. But, yeah, but you know what? Like, the, well, oh, you mean like just the not like the racist part of it? You mean just like the average? Oh no, who's like the most? Stereotype. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm because I'm saying like people just hate you for being black because they're racist like that's the worst you could possibly get i didn't think that was a contest but yeah okay i get you're saying now sorry you're trying to have a little more of a lighthearted conversation about it um yeah. <laughs> uh yeah german german's bad holocaust is bad that brings you right on down because you have like muslim 9-11 but like 9-11 was one day the holocaust was like how many million still- jews that's still pretty bad, though. Not because that might even be worse. That it's one day. I mean, a couple other incidents involved too. It's the whole Middle East. Um, but that I well, mean, right that, now, right now, Muslims are probably bad first. But like, yeah. if you look at like on the grand Overall, scheme of things, like Nazis were pretty horrific people. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing now. Like, did you see? I think it was Piers Morgan. You know that Muppet? Uh, he's like British. Is that the yeah. guy? Yeah, I think he's like a British. Like, I don't want to say right wing, but I think he like he kind of leans that way, like commentary wise. Yeah. And um, he was talking about Qatar, and he's like, "Oh, I think he said how the West was being hypocrites because we've all done bad shit." <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, now we're playing that game. Like, oh, we're we're all bad to the core, so it doesn't really matter. Like 
don't talk shit about Qatar. He's defending Qatar. Like, oh, all right. So there are pieces. He's of def- shit. defending. Good. Why is he defending? Well, because oh, because we've all done bad shit. That's his logic. Right. Right. So I'm like, and yeah, and like Grant Wall went into a, uh, um, like, tried to get into a soccer stadium there with like a rainbow flag on his shirt. They wouldn't let him in. And like he posted on Twitter, and then some. I think it was like a uh, politician from over there was like, "I'm proud of what we did." You know, you know the the West isn't um, uh, aren't the moral. He didn't say moral police, but they don't set the moral standards or whatever, something like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's true, but we don't have to like what you do either. Like it's part of being in the West is we can fucking say that we don't like it. Sure, he went there and he wants to do that. He wants to get arrested for it in another country. It's up to Grant Wall. I don't know if he's getting arrested for one this shirt. But if you want to go to Qatar and get arrested, go to Qatari prison, it's up to you. But I will very happily and safely from my home here in the United States of America say Qatar's a fucking shithole and I will never <laughs> step foot in there. And I'm not going to go there to make a point. I'm not, I'm not fighting the Qatari government for what they do. But yeah, they suck how they do things over there. I would I'm, I would never step foot in that shithole. So it's just, it, but it's funny to see how like Piers Morgan takes it. And it's like, I don't know what his angle is or he's getting paid, you know, to like hype up the World Cup or Fox or who, I don't know what the story is or why he would do it. I'm sure there's money involved some, somewhere. Of course. But, but, you know, it's just funny. It's like, oh, well, he very happily put that on like, on Qatar, like, oh, they do bad, you know, we do bad shit, they do bad shit, we're all the same. But then, you know, internationally, like with your own country, you would never say that about the people that you are arguing with. Like, oh, well, no. we're both we're both terrible. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um and who who's Grant Wall? I thought he was a soccer player or a soccer commentator. Oh, and he, for American? Yeah, older soccer player. Yeah, and they and that. they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't let him in to the stadium with a rainbow flag. He has like a soccer ball with the rainbow flag around it. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, I mean, these people won't let you have a beer, man. They're definitely not letting you in with a rainbow. Yeah, I'm not going any place where you can't have a beer comfortably. Is your is your guy going to? Uh, is your boy going to U.S. England? As far as I know, yeah. As I know, I'd be fucking so scared to go to Qatar. I, I just want to go. I got it. yes, get, scared because you know you're gonna fuck up. But it's just like why, why put myself in a situation where I where I just don't want to be around those people. Like fuck, right, like oh yeah, for me to actually be there, I would be like, you'd have to force me to go at gunpoint. Obviously, I'm not yeah. willingly going. Yeah, but like let's say a scenario where I am there. I mean, talk about walking on eggshells. Yeah. I don't like them, but I don't, I mean, I'm also critical of our own government. But I'm not scared that our government's going to throw us, throw me in a prison because I tweeted something about, you know, not yet. Well, they, the day could be coming. Then, then I'll, then I'll delete my Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully before I get arrested. Yeah. Um, no thanks, no Thanksgiving over there. I'm assuming. No, <laughs> no Qatari Thanksgiving. No. Nah. You say Qatar? You say Qatar or Qatar? I say Qatar. I thought it was Qatar. I think people Qatar. say. I think people say Qatar also. Have you watched any World Cup to date? 
Uh, I watched, uh, what did I watch? 20 minutes at the gym one day. No, the short answer is no. Yeah, I have. I've, although, although I did see I missed two riveting nil-nil ties today. <laughs> you must have been disappointed. Uh, I uh, yeah, I haven't pl- I haven't placed a wager on any of these games yet. I'm not sure that I will. Maybe like the final or something. But I just, uh, I just yeah, I, I'm not going to force it. Like, there's times I've been into World Cup, and maybe the Italians aren't there. It's part of it, and I don't care about American soccer. It's like it seems like a waste of time. I just I can't get into I just don't care. I just can't get into it. I'm not gonna force myself to get into it. There's a possibility Friday at two o'clock. I watch a little bit, but again, not going to for perfect example, like Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Ecuador played cutter. Yeah. Or or guitar, however, mm-hmm. tomato tomato. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, like leading up to it, I'm like, oh, it's a perfect like start time for leading into football. Yeah, it is, it was. Then twelve thirty rolled around, and I was like, "Oh shit, forgot about it." <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and I checked my phone. I saw Ecuador was up two nothing. I'm like, "All right, game's probably game's over. over." Never went yeah. to it. Yeah, it was, and uh, I ha- it, haven't really went to a game since. It was it was on here, um, for, you know, for obvious reasons, and um, you know, I just poked my head in. I was getting ready for you know, getting ready for the day, doing what I had to do, so I could sit down at one. And watch uh, football, but uh, yeah, I was I was just rooting against guitar. I was it. I just wanted, I want I don't want them to score a goal in their own fucking tournament. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Be awesome. Saudi Arabia had a big win today. I saw that was huge, huge upset. Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah, Argentina frauds. <laughs> Is Lionel Messi like the Mike Trout of soccer? Um. No, because he's done well, like with his club team, like with okay. Barcelona, he did really well. But he, I, all I know about him on his national team is Argentina just never does well in these tournaments. Yeah, so, soccer is one of those weird sports where, like, not. It's hard to really see the impact that a guy has, like, because there's so few goals scored. It's not like a guy like in, in baseball could hit 40 home runs or 30 home runs. If you if you watch enough soccer, you could see cuz I've I've watched it a little bit and you could I could see like how Ronaldo's just better than everybody. Yeah. He, he's like he's a freak. But if but if you don't score, no, but I've seen him impact games. Well, he did with with both, with scoring and with like just like off the ball and I've seen him impact games before. And Messi like he's just he had like in his heyday, he'd made like sick moves. So he just ball handling was ridiculous. Yeah. And I think Ronaldo, I think another part of Ronaldo's game that's big is like he gets takes those free kicks. And he's like a magician with the free kicks. I think they both are pretty good. What about that? Beckham? Has Beckham got a little Mike Trout in him? I he's no, done I have nothing. No, I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea. And it's tough to judge. I think it's tough to judge a, a, a soccer player and what they do on their national team because those aren't teams like. They get together once every four years. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's hold. like all star teams. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, what you do with your club team, like that's, I mean, you're with them year round. But I think what I think it's just tough to judge based on national stuff because it's like a flash in a pan. You just hope that you hope you catch a little lightning in a bottle. You hope you get the right guys at the right time. And they gel for, I mean, I don't know, let's say a year. I don't know when they start practicing for it, but they're all with their club team. So it's not like, 
it's not like Messi's going and practicing with Argentina throughout the year to, to keep everybody sharp. Um, so if you don't have the right teammates, no, it's not going to work. It's, it's really hard to be diehard at anything if it's once every four years. What do you mean? Like a diehard fan, like gearing up for, like, you know, you go into a normal sporting year, baseball, football, mm-hmm. it's every year. It's yeah. hard to like gear up once every four years. It's such a long wait in between. Well, it's, I, there's so much turnover on the team. Well, I think like with with soccer, they give your hardcore soccer fans who watch everything, who have their they have their club teams. They have they they watch like the Premier League. They watch uh, what do you call it? The um, right, but Champions it's USA League. USA is basically once every four years. Right, like you got to right you. But that's just getting because you love soccer and because you're slapping like the national pride thing on it. Yeah, I mean it's like we're watching a world baseball classic in the in the in the winter, right? Has nothing to do with the fact that like I follow any of those guys. Right, but right, but are you going to be like diehard rooting for USA? You're going to hope they win. Yeah, no, yeah, I Captain America, David Wright. Yeah, of course, but um, (laughs) you know. It's also not as long staying of attrition. Like it just happened like four years ago, basically. Oh no, I almost like, kind of wish as, years ago. I almost kind of wish as an American we just abstained from soccer. Like it's just not our thing. Yeah, one day they're hoping. One day. It's just, <laughs> it's just not it's just not our thing. Like you, the rest of the world, we got fucking baseball. We have NFL Sundays here, football. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be we're gonna have it's gonna be immigrants that take it over. It's gonna be people from like South America that eventually are naturalized here and they're gonna be the ones. That like bring USA soccer to prominence. Yeah, might be a couple of generations away, but yeah, I would assume so. It's definitely not going to be like white boy Americans. It's not. No, it's not, gonna not be, our sport. It's not going to be the in the mold of Langdon Donovan. <laughs> no. What's that other dude's name? Clinton Dempsey. No. That guy's uh, not leading you to a championship. I really wanted Clint Dempsey to be the Clint. Like, yeah, it's like Clint Eastwood kind of, you know, that's a pure American boy right there. They wanted him to carry us to the promised land. That didn't work out at all. No. But um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of their diehard soccer fans, and there's a long tradition of this tournament going back hundred years or more. Oh yeah, and, more uh, than that. Yeah, you know, it's just um, what are you what are you supposed to make of like do soccer? What is what does a diehard soccer fan come away from after watching a zero zero game? <laughs> I think I I think it's just accepted that that's part of the game. Especially, yeah. I mean, here, like you know, it's all, it's the the group stage is all about, you know, there's accumulative goals and there's more, you know, there's you don't have to necessarily win out to get to the next stage, all right? I mean, this is all about getting goals. You win your game if you can, but you got to just come to the top two in your division, right? Your group, right? I mean, yeah, if you like the teams that I don't know, I forget who it was that played, but the teams that tied today. Yeah, they survived. They're still alive. So it's not mm-hmm. like you felt like you're supposed to walk away being like, oh, it's over. Yeah. It's like you sat there for two hours and just you, you watched nothing. Yeah, I think it's just accepted that that's how it goes sometimes. 
Like, are they coming away being like, oh, that was an awesome game, man. Those scoring opportunities. I think there's some of that. I think they appreciate some of that golf to ball stuff and the close plays, the same, especially goalie play, defensive plays. I think they appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I have a, a chance at some. There's a chance at some point I kind of get into it. I've been known to get into soccer here and there, sporadically. But uh, I don't know. Like huh? sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I just. Like I, I see like two back-to-back zero-zero games, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this sport? <laughs> like, what, like, what the fuck?" I mean, it also you just can't keep play, you can't in this stage you just can't keep playing out the game. You just can't do it because oh yeah, you, know, you got wear the guys out. They end up playing another ninety minutes. <laughs> you got to play in two days or whatever it is. Yeah, you got to end it. Please yeah. end it. Yeah. So I think it's just understood and accepted, and it's part of like it's part of the game. Um, and it's not it's not always right. I mean, it's it's not like you, you're not going to be in a in a in a real game with meaning where you can actually tie the game. Like you have, there's certain games you got to win. That's the I mean, of course, I mean it'll come up again, and we're we're we have a better chance of solving uh, the Kennedy assassination than we do um, changing soccer's mind about the penalty kicks. But I mean, that sucks penalty kicks. But, I mean, at that point in the game, like, those guys are just wiped. Like, how much more running up and down can you do? I think you have to do penalty kicks. The only thing I would change is uh, sudden death. If someone scores an OT, it's over. You got to have walk-offs. Walk-off is awesome. Yeah, It's so stupid they... if someone scores in overtime, you keep playing. Like, what I are we know, doing? I don't know why they do that. Like, imagine in hockey <laughs> – Playoff hockey, someone scores in overtime with like five minutes left, and it's like, no, 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 we got to finish out. We got to finish the period. Five five minutes left in the third overtime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. You got to have they used to have it too, and they switched it. I remember one world, no, 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 in um, in soccer, soccer. I remember Italy losing on a walk off, I think it was to South Korea when whatever year South Korea hosted the World Cup. 2002, let's say. Okay. Had to be a, it was a, yeah, 02, let's say. Mm-hmm. 98, one of those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a bad, like non offsides call or something. And South Korea scored in OT and it was a walk off. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the following World Cup or the one after that, they got rid of it. Yeah. That sounds about right. They changed it after it scored Italy. <laughs> There was a period there. There was a period there in the World Cup. I don't know if this is true or not. But the host nation was just getting unbelievable calls. Is that is that like a normal thing in soccer? Well, yeah, I just I just pulled up uh the 2002 thing and the first article was a forensic analysis of every referee mistake in Italy versus South Korea 2002. There you go. And yeah, just it's I undersold it. Yeah, I guess so. I gotta go. Oh, Christian Vieri on this team. Oh, geez. And South Korea was like a Cinderella, too. Totti. Yeah, they called it. Yeah, there's there's not GFs, there's little videos of everything. And it was a walk off in OT, right? Uh, 
Oh man, there was they called off they they called off an Italian goal. Oh, did they? Wow. <laughs> was the what was the final score? Uh, let's see. I believe that was the World Cup where the U.S. made a uh, run too. Clint Dempsey. May have been Clint Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two one two one final. Uh, Vieri and Toti were both scored. Uh, no, Toti had a red card. <laughs> Sorry, Vieri scored. So they were the playing eleven on ten. Buffon on the team. Uh, yeah, hundred sixteenth minute. So yeah, walk off. And then they got rid of it. How do you get rid of the walk off? It's awesome. An amazing moment, the moment of the World Cup for my money. The crowd have gone absolutely crazy. Even South Korea's heroic players can't believe what just happened. Turkey finished in third place in that World Cup. All right. Landon Donovan was voted best young player. Oops. Fair play award, whatever that means, was awarded to Belgium. Good sportsmanship. No red cards cards from Belgium. Mm. I would not want that. It it didn't if 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 we had no red cards, we were about to be eliminated. Eliminated slide tackle, the first guy I could find. No, I don't want the. I don't want. I don't want to be eliminated and get the good sportsmanship award. No thanks. Just start a fight. Yeah, spike somebody for sure. All right, we got to take a quick break. Aunt. We'll All come right. back and talk more soccer and uh, president's faith. All right, I did I got one more little note on Jefferson. If I could backtrack, rewind here. Jefferson rejected the idea of the divinity of Jesus Christ. He actually out and said he's not like, you know, divine. Hmm. He compiled Jesus' biblical teachings and omitted the miraculous or supernatural references. He titled the work The Life and Morals of Jesus of Nazareth, known today as the Jefferson Bible. So he became what's called a deist, D-E-I-S-T. And deism is the philosophical position and rationalistic theology that generally rejects revelation as a source of divine knowledge and asserts that empirical reason and observation of the natural world are exclusively logical, reliable, and sufficient to determine the existence of of a supreme being. So he does believe in God. Or a god, um, but wants nothing to do with like. He rejects any idea, any notion of uh, a person being divine, or like being touched by God in that way. How the hell did we go backwards after Jefferson? Like this guy actually sounds level-headed. I know this is wild to me that here we are. He's a slave owner, right? Jefferson owned slaves, had kids with slaves and stuff. Like, not great. Oh, yeah. Notorious, notorious yeah. slave banger. Right. But at least he wasn't, but at least he didn't preach about, well, he wrote a book about Jesus. So I guess he did preach about him. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah. But it's all right. We'll, we'll leave column A behind, but we'll take a little bit out of column B, this deism stuff. Jefferson, what's Jefferson on the half dollar? Is that still floating around? Henry's on a half dollar. What the hell's Jefferson on? Nickel. He's on bourbon. He's on bourbon as well. More importantly, um, 
Jefferson is on the let's see. The nickel. Is it the nickel? Yeah. All right, it's the nickel. Confirmed? No, I was taking your word for it. Oh man. I don't know if I could do it. Oh, yeah, nickel. He's on the $2 bill and he's on the nickel. Oh, the $2 bill, too. Yeah. Those got to be basically extinct. I got one. You have a $2 bill? Would you ever use it? No. Just hanging on to it? Yeah, Would not because. No, no, I don't. I, it's not because it's a $2 bill, $2 bill. Not because of that. I wouldn't spend it because of where I got it. So it's not. There's nothing to Where'd do with you get that. it? It's just like handed down for me in my in the family like as a gift from somebody. So I got just not gonna get rid of it because it was, you know. We will you hand it down at well at some point? Uh I no, it's not that I mean <laughs> but if, by the time you hand it down, it's gonna be like cash. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more it's it's more just personal to me. Like, it's not like it's a great family heirloom or anything like that. I think it's just personal to me. Little good luck type. Yeah, I saw a two dollar bill like once, ever. It's not like anything that special. It's kind of cool. You know, you never see them. Yeah, no, they are kind of cool, but I don't think it's like a big, big deal. But I don't think I could name. I don't think I go through the currency and name it. I I definitely can't name everybody. Like I don't know who's on the dime. Isn't the dime Kennedy? Uh, Is it Kennedy? No. That's oh, you just said half. Half dollars, Kennedy. Yeah. Dime is fuck. I suck at this. Penny's yep. Lincoln. Yeah, that's easy. Yep. Who's on the fucking dime? Let's see how we do. It's American it. currency basis. Eisenhower. There's no way Eisenhower. Eisenhower should be on currency, but Eisenhower on the dime. Probably an old school guy. I got I got the bills here. Let's go back to coins. All right, I, I look at coins. Um, U.S. coins faces. I could probably do the bills. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. Lincoln on the penny. Jefferson on the nickel. Oh, mm-hmm. FDR is on the dime. Mm, wow. I feel like FDR deserved better than the dime. I mean, Lincoln, once you put Lincoln on the penny, nobody can complain. I guess, yeah. Um, you know, G Dub, G Dub's on the quarter, right? Yeah, there you go. Yep. That's I mean, that's really the coin though. I mean, when you flip a coin, it's a quarter. No, you know, I've been I when I flip coins here, I don't know where it is. It, it was a dime. Somebody took it. Somebody wanted their FDR coin. Well, most of the but, time, the quarter like reigns supreme in terms of change. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should start keeping. Maybe we should start carrying around a half dollar just to flip. Okay. Um, Down with that. That's it. We got. We got through everything. There's not much else. Um. So that's all the that's all the coins. Bills. I got one through. Okay, two. Five dollar bill. That's Lincoln. Ten dollar bill. Dollar bills, G Dub, two Jefferson, fives Lincoln, ten. <laughs> I'm just stalling. Uh, who the fuck's on the ten? He's a. It's a founding father, former Treasury sec- Secretary. 
and he's been on the bill since 1929 when he over when he uh, overtook Andrew Jackson's face. Well, Jackson's on the 20. Jackson's on 20 now. Yep. So they bumped Jackson up. Got a promotion the, for this guy. Uh, yeah, this guy got the 10. The 10 because I, I know the 50s Grant and I know the hundred is Franklin. Yep. Who yep. the hell's on the 10? Oh, uh, is it Adams? Nope. The 10 dollars is Alexander Hamilton. Ah, that fucking guy. Yeah. I was thinking, pre- I got caught up in presidents. You know, so you said Grant is on the 50, right? You had that. Grant's on the 50. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. You know, Civil War. And Ben, Ben, Big Ben Franklin on the Hundo. Yep. $500 bill. Oh, this I do not know. Wow. Is it no a president? Longer, no longer in circulation. Yes. Um, $500 bill. It hasn't been printed since 1945. So that narrows it down. It eliminates Eisenhower on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably eliminates FDR, I'm assuming, and Truman. Mm, oh, 500 Taft. No, it was uh, President William McKinley. Oh, because he got assassinated? That's weak. <laughs> McKinley didn't do enough to get in the five hunch. Come on. Uh, $1,000 bill. Wow. They st- oh, they still do have $1,000 bills, right? It was last. This was also last printed in 1945. Quote. Grover Cleveland. Yeah, yeah I, was, I went to read. I went to read part of it, and I just I, his name was right there, and I just went and said it. What an idiot! Only um, president to ever serve two non-successive terms. Yeah, not everybody's talking about him now. Yeah, <laughs> five thousand dollar bill. <sighs> Did not even know. Uh, this was. I was, also I was last... bragging about knowing all the bills, and I didn't even know these existed. Uh, well, again, this hasn't been printed since nineteen forty-five. And Another president, I'm hoping. This is, uh, yeah. This How is about I'm gonna yeah. go? I'm gonna go Teddy Roosevelt. No, this is a top ten president, not top ten. This is the first ten president. Okay, first ten. I think he's that ten. I think he's first ten. Down. The ten, yeah. I think it's the first ten. Pretty, yeah. I'm almost positive he is. Uh, all right. Well, that there's a college named after him. Full, 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 na- full name is the college. Yeah, I think it's one. Of the only, I don't know if he's the only, but there's, you know, you well, no, George Washington University, right? So it's it's like that, but it's not George Washington. Oh, uh, James Madison. Yeah, <laughs> number four, shortest president ever. There's two two more bills on the wow. list: the ten thousand, the ten thousand, and the hundred thousand. The ten thousand dollar bill, um, last printed in forty five. Also, they just stopped doing this shit. Nineteen forty five was a big year for Treasury. <laughs> so, what's left? Ten thousand and hundred and hundred. This is a guy I've never heard of before. Maybe you have heard of him. He's okay. a one time Treasury Secretary. Um, he served. <laughs> there's no way he served in the Lincoln administration. <laughs> Was it Hamlin? Han- no. Hannibal Hamlin? No. Uh, it's he's is that who uh, Giamatti played in the in the Lincoln movie? Is that why you use him? Uh he, 
I can't remember who played Hannibal Hamlin. Oh. Um, he's the least, perhaps the least known of faces in the U.S. Bills. He is. Um, he was Hannibal pretty- Hamlin actually got screwed because he was Lincoln's vice president up until, I don't know, maybe less than a year before uh, he got assassinated. And then uh, it was Andrew Johnson took over as VP, and that's how Johnson became president. So we, we were very close to President Hannibal Hamlin. Wow. Huh. Very close. Yeah, I did not know that. All right. I forget exactly why the the turn the uh switch, but um all right, so what are we on ten thousand dollar bill? Yeah, the guy's name is Salmon P. Chase. I don't know that name. Salmon Chase. All right, and the last one, a hundred thousand dollar bill. I wonder if that's the guy that Tommy Lee Jones played. Yes, there is such a thing as a $100,000 bill, but the denomination known as a gold certificate was used only by Federal Reserve banks and was never circulated among the general public. In fact, $100,000 was not considered legal tender outside of those Fed transactions. If you're holding on to one, chances are it's worth more than $1 million to collectors. Wow. So is this a president on this? Yes. Hundred. Thousand was this also stopped uh, being printed in 1945? No, no, just it's just printed like once. Oh, uh, wow. not not once, but it was only printed for those certain transactions. Uh, who's worthy of the hundred thousand dollar bill? It's not anybody that's going to be worthy of it. I mean, you, you can't <laughs> look at it like that. Don't let's not go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's. I'm not sure this is that bad of a guy, but um, let's see. Let's see if I can give you any kind of. Um, it's got to be an old school guy. I mean, one of one of only two U.S. presidents to be a citizen of the Confederate States of America. It's a Confederate. So we're talking uh, down south. He was a president of Princeton University. He was the governor of New Jersey. William Henry Harrison? Nope. Thought maybe they gave him like, the assassination. And he didn't get assassinated. He died of like pneumonia. Thought maybe he got the pneumonia. He was, and this will give it away because I know you know this kind of stuff, but he was the 28th president of the United States. Uh, it's kind of like my my blind spot. That's the, the, the dead zone? Yeah. <laughs> 28 sounds like Grover Cleveland was 22 and 24. And then it gets, is it uh, uh, Coolidge? No. Harding? No. Hoover? Woodrow Wilson. You get three, that's it, man. Woodrow Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson on the $100,000. Yeah, I was thinking way before Woodrow Wilson. Oh, sorry. Way, but I was thinking like James Polk, James K, um, Zachary Taylor. Uh, this guy was Wilson was the president during the first world war, huh? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson was World War One because mm-hmm. then after him, you're going like 20s. That's like Warren G. Harding, like he was the president, yep. He, I'm pretty sure he was a shitty president. I think, 
like very corrupt during the prohibition. And then like Taft was in the pro during the prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Taft was before. I don't know. It's blind spot. Like the, the tens and twenties. The dark time, no booze. I mean, what do you want me to? Oh, yeah. It's not something I want to reminisce about. Brutal. All right, so the let's check. Let's check with the map. Oh, he, he like Wilson. Oh man, actually, not too bad. He won. He just chipped, chipped away, chipped away two two seventy seven to two fifty four on the electoral college. What is this um, like the nineteen what seventeen? Nineteen sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. He beat out Charles E. Hughes, the Republican candidate. Um yeah, two seventy seven, two fifty four. Uh white this is uh let's see, half he he beat him by about seven hundred thousand popular in the popular vote. Wow, Florida only had six electoral votes back then. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> uh, World War One. West Virginia voters chose electors directly. Seven pledged to use, and one did to he over, was he the president uh, during the Treaty of Versailles? I do not know. Probably, I think Treaty of Versailles was nineteen. 19- 14? Well, Wilson was president before that, too. I think it was Wilson. President. Wilson won the 1912 election. Also, yeah. he beat Teddy Roosevelt. Wilson was helped by his campaign slogan, he kept us out of war. <laughs> All right. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he smoked Teddy. Smoked him. Let's get close. Two million votes. I mean, oh, that was Teddy running for his second term, probably. Yeah, I guess. He got wrecked. Wow. Yeah, by two, 2.3 million votes. I always thought Teddy was, like, super popular, right? Wasn't Teddy Roosevelt speak softly but carry a big stick? Was that? I guess. I mean, the stick wasn't big enough in 1912. Yeah. Did he win New York at least? Wasn't Teddy Roosevelt a New York guy? Teddy did not win New York. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, he didn't. That's, yeah, I mean, you can't, hard to win an election when you can't carry your home state. But Taft was on, Taft was on the ballot too. He had Wilson, Roosevelt, and Taft on the ballot. Triple threat. Wow. Teddy was running as a progressive. Taft is a Republican. The Republican came in third. And what was what did Teddy run as? Progressive, progressive party. Really? Did he win the first time as a progressive? Yeah, so the nineteen oh eight was Taft. Nineteen oh four was nineteen oh four was Teddy. Oh, so hmm. So nineteen oh four was Teddy. Yeah. As a Republican. As a Republican, yes. Yeah, and he uh, and he won big, two and a half million votes and the popular and uh not as grand as of an electoral victory as uh as Woodrow Wilson, but 
so uh, convincing. Huh. He did win New York in that year. And this that, that I mean, this 1904 election is split at the Mason Dixon line. More of your traditional. Yeah, like it is. Pennsylvania, West Virginia are red. New Jersey's red, and everything south is blue. Yeah. Everything there west a, there is There was a time. But this and this is before obviously Hawaii, Alaska is before New Mexico. Uh what is this? Oklahoma Oklahoma. Right? Oklahoma, New Mexico. And what's this? I'm missing one state. Oklahoma looks and like Utah. a state that's uh yeah, right above Oklahoma's Texas. A, Oklahoma's above Texas. Yeah, yeah. O- Oklahoma, uh, New Mexico, and um, Utah. No, not Utah. What's Air- below, Arizona. What, Arizona. Thank you. Yeah, Arizona. Um, they were not states yet. The, yeah, the good old 1904 election. There's a socialist, Eugene Debs, on the, on the ticket. Not the, on the ticket, on the ballot. What was his um, name? Eugene Debs. <laughs> Zero electoral votes, four hundred and two voters. Voter <laughs> form. The uh, old school like presidents and just presidential nominees are almost like mythical beings to me. The nominees even more so. The nominees, the, yes. The guys, the guys who didn't win. I mean, they might as well not even have existed. Bingo. Like. William Jennings Bryan. Might as well. This guy, you. this guy lost two elections. He lost an election to McKinley in 1900, and he lost in 1908. Eight, eight years of party he lost to Taft. Taft and McKinley. I'm Home looking state for, of Nebraska. I'm looking for a guy on the ticket. Oh, here's a guy on the ticket that made an impact, but only because I'm from New York. But uh, I'm looking for a guy on the ticket that had an impact. Outside of this, that's not like oh he he was a president another time. Not one of these people is I uh, recognize at all from anything else, except for in in uh, eighteen. Well, so long ago though. No, I know, but I mean, you would think there'd be somebody that didn't win that still had as it was a name of note somewhere along the line. Like, I don't even know what this guy did but in eighteen seventy two. Grant wins, and Horace Greeley is in the ticket. Now, there's a school in New York named after him. That's the only reason I know. He's probably from New York, but I have no idea. Um, Is it a good school? I I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I have no idea. Like Horatio Seymour? What? These names are. I'm looking at some like losers from elections and they're just, yeah. Oh, John C. Breckenridge, that's a name. I don't know why I know that. Probably from losing an election. No, not in not in some 18, of those not, some of these 18, guys. Not in 1860. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Millard Fillmore. That's a name I know. He was a president. Oh, that's well, he sounds like he shouldn't have been a president. I can't believe we 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 elected Millard Fillmore. Just once, I think. Yeah, that's all we can handle. Of a guy named Millard. There you go, Martin. All oh, these parties are great. The Free Soil Party, Martin Van Buren. <laughs> free Soil, yeah. 
MVB. That's socialist, right? Free throw, it's socialist. I think so. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess if there's anybody after, like, I mean, we talk about like those guys from our, like our time. Like, we all know who Ross Perot was. Of course. Why yeah. would anybody else know who Ross Perot was? And like, like I know Reagan won, and all I know is he beat out. Oh, don't wait. I only know the ticket at all because Geraldine Ferraro was on it. And she was like the first candidate, first vice presidential vice presidential female candidate. But I don't know who well, I actually don't know who he beat, <laughs> Reagan. Mondale, I think. Mondale. That sounds right. The second time you're talking. Yeah, because he yeah, beat Carter yeah. the first time. Yeah, no, the second time. Yeah, yeah. Um it's like losing the Super Bowl, man. You just like there's a fine line between winning the Super Bowl, and losing the Super Bowl. Do you think people in 50 years will know who John McCain is? Because he's pretty influential outside of it. But I mean, why would anybody know a senator? No. I think he'll be like one of those names that pops. Well, yes, yeah. He he lost in 08. So that's when he was, you know, main main Republican candidate. Other than that, he lost in some primaries. I mean, he's a war. Yeah, there's a lot it's of It's tough to say. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough to say. I, if I had to lean a lean a certain way, I would say no, he's not really. I mean, just, do 18-year-olds know who John McCain is now? <laughs> I don't think so. I, yeah. really don't, I don't think so. I and mean, they, they definitely don't know who, like, Perot is. They don't know who uh, John Kerry is. No, John Kerry, forget it. No shot. Al Gore? Maybe, but that's only because of his climate stuff, like after the fact. That's that's a, that's a not a confident maybe. And either. being VP and being being VP doesn't do anything because there's plenty of like we can go through the list of vice presidents on oh, yeah. some of these guys who like again mythical beings like they they aren't real people they're yep. just names. Oh man, yeah. What do you say? R- Reagan wiped the floor with Mondale, right? Killed him, right? Well, bo- both of them were pretty bad. Yeah, Ra- Reagan beat Carter 49 to 49 electoral votes by almost 9 million in the popular. And then in 84, he beat Mondale 525 to 13. Mondale only got Minnesota and D.C. I was going to say 13. Minnesota. Wasn't he from Minnesota? Probably. And he and that's like a 17 million victory in the popular vote. Yep, Mondo's roommate, Jolie Farrell, first woman on a major party ticket. Um, Obviously, it's a record for trouncing him. Do you know who George Bush Sr. beat? I know that name. I don't, I don't um, think I don't know. Uh, is it Humphrey? No, I don't think I remember this name unless I just saw it. Humphrey. Uh, oh, it was Michael Dukakis. Said, oh, Dukakis. Well, he was yeah. New York. SNL, right? Dana Carvey played. No, uh, Dana Carvey played Bush. Yeah. Who the hell played Dukakis? Was it Lovitz? Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. It sounds familiar. 
<laughs> I was yeah, thinking <laughs> I, I was I'd love it's on the tip of my tongue before he said it. Yep. It's on Clinton beat Bush, older Bush, and Perot. Let's see if you could do this. Oh, you remember who Clinton beat the second time? Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Very good. Um, oh, but this is Bush. We know who Bush beat. We just said. Yeah, it's lamps now. Yeah, Kerry. Kane. Mitt. Could you do the VPs for all these people? The running mates. Uh, for all the guys that lost? Yeah, I know. Like Mitt, Mitt Romney's, I know, it was Paul Ryan. Oh, I forgot Paul Ryan was the running mate. Oh, thank God he was. Thank yeah, I'm glad you get in. McCain <laughs> was Palin. Palin. <laughs> Nailing Palin. Carrie. Who was Carrie's running mate? That's a good one. Oh, man. The hell was Carrie's? It was, it was a guy, right? It wasn't uh it wasn't Edwards, was it? Um, I don't remember. I, could oh, I, th- have been. I thought you had it in front of you. Well, I don't know. Edwards uh, got caught up in a he got caught up in a bad scam. Then he bang uh then he knock up a mistress or something. Yeah, that was after the fact, right? But yeah, it was Edwards, John Edwards. It was Edwards. Yeah. I mean, John Kerry, could you pick a more two Johns? You can't have two Johns. Like two vanilla fucking doofuses. Like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, not not good. I'll pick a younger John. That, <laughs> I don't get too crazy with this. Um, Gore's running mate. That's great. I can't remember Gore's. Gore's running mate. This is crazy. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, too. Who the hell is Gore's running mate? Bush Cheney. Oh, this was a actually a pretty bold choice. Um, wait, is that who it was? Oh, it was. Uh, I know who it is. Who is it? Lieberman. Yeah, pretty bold choice, Joe Lieberman, who was kind of an independent, and then he went like Republican. He went. He was like wishy washy Lieberman. So, any idea who Bob Dole's was? Oh man, now we're getting, now we're getting crazy. I can't believe I can't believe that I ha- I had. Oh man, there's no way. A guy named Jack Kemp was Bob. Lewis. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten that. That that is a, a a political name. I know, but that could also be a guy who won the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Bush. Bush was uh, what's his name? Potato. Who? Dan Quayle. Oh. Isn't that George Bush's VP? I thought he ran against. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Dan Quayle. Yeah. Couldn't spell potato. Uh, Michael Dukakis. I mean, I couldn't remember Dukakis. Any interest? I have no idea. I know 88. Was 88 the election uh, where the guy Gary Hart should have? uh... They made a movie about it. Hugh Jackman played him. Gary Hart was, he was, you know, had all kinds of momentum. And then the media outed him as an adulterer. Came crashing down. They made a movie about it. I have no Bill idea. Burr was in it. 88. Uh, I don't know that or anything. I don't know if it was an 88. It might have been 84. The movie, I, don't, I don't know anything about this or the movie. 
I think the bottom line is Gary Hart would have been a much better candidate than Michael Dukakis. Oh, I don't I know. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know much about Dukakis. I just know he had no shot. It, it just seems like he wasn't the best guy, best candidate <laughs> that they could have run. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. I mean, nah. His eyebrows. Just the name. You can't have a guy named Caucus. Yeah, then it's a kind of a sloppy last name. Yeah. Don't like it. It sounds like a like a, a nasty like Pornhub search. <laughs> like some some fetish. Caucus. Got fucking murdered. Uh, yeah, and his running mate was not even worth going back any further than this because his uh, running mate was a guy named Lloyd Benston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. You're lucky, no I shot. Mean, yeah, I mean, getting, getting the actual vice presidents will be th- tough enough without having to go into the uh, losers. Uh, yeah. What else? What else going on? Man? We got. Uh, we got. Just just under eight minutes on the timer here. Hello, time to kill. We'll come back and do picks. Um, do, you, do you get do you get excited for the uh, Thanksgiving meal? Yeah, I do. So do I. Yeah, I get very. I feel excited. like it kind it, it gets uh, it gets shit on a little bit. I think the actual turkey, yeah, people... and the actual the actual sides. I, I don't know. It's like a once a year. It's a once a year meal. Yep. Um, a lot of the things that show up on the table are kind of once a year stuffing. Yeah. Maybe you see that on Christmas Day, depending on where you are. Maybe yep. cranberries you're only seeing once a year, right? Yep. yep. Like a sweet potato casserole. When else are you going to see that? Never. Tur- uh, turkeys. Think- turkeys once a year. Right. I think some people might do that for. Christmas, but that's like yeah, more there's, Christmas vacation. Right. Well, there's a possibility of Turkey and Christmas, Easter, any of the other big holidays, depending on the family. But Right. Yeah. Not with us, but no, you right, could right. see it. Yeah. yeah, you could see that. Yep. Yeah. It's, I think mashed potatoes might be the only one that actually you have, you know, a chance of having at other points during the year. It's a good point. Yeah. You're right. This is really, you better get it right. And the leftovers too, because the leftovers are great. You make a little sandwich, put a little cranberry on there. Well, yeah. When right. I say once a year, I mean like for a week straight. Yeah, you're eating. I can't wait to hear all the experts tell us that we should not be eating turkey on like the Tuesday after. Like, if you're still eating leftovers, you're gonna get sick. Right, we've been doing this for a hundred years, fella. I'll always die from having. Well, outside of Gigi and Sopranos. Wow. Yeah, he's <laughs> backed up a little bit. Uh. So. So the way that their logic is like you shouldn't be eating leftovers that well, like at some point, like they go, they're going to turn, you know, that's all. Yeah. I mean, it's we'll live. We've been doing this for a little bit. Never had leftovers. Whack me. Don't waste. Don't waste the food. Don't you can't just let it run. I'm going to throw it out. No, you just got to mow through it, man. Yeah. Could you freeze turkey? Cooked turkey. Like just like no, I'm not gonna cook like the whole, not the whole big bird, but like if you cut it up. Wait, wait, like after you after it's cooked, you mean? 
Yeah, could you? Yeah, sure you, could, you could freeze anything. Yeah, I'm sure it, it probably extends the life of it a little bit. You can make you, turkey soup. I did last year. Did a little turkey soup. Turkey soup. Yeah, that's a way to get rid of uh, mm-hmm. some of your turkey. Uh, I don't know. You just got to give people enough leftovers. You got to distribute. You know, pass the ball. Yeah. Yeah, leftovers are like one of my favorite things about the holiday. It's it might be better than the actual meal. The day is great because you have football. Yes. Obviously. And a great slate this year. This is better slate than Sunday, actually. The yeah. Thursday may outweigh Sunday. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. And this is the most dangerous week of the year if you're a gambler. It's one of the best weeks of the year if you're a, a sports fan. One of the most dangerous if you're a gambler. Yeah. I mean, you look at the NFL. You start with Monday Night Football. And then, obviously, like we just said, Thanksgiving, Sunday. And you got college rivalry week. Michigan-Ohio State, Alabama-Auburn. Mm-hmm. You got the Egg Bowl Thursday night, Mississippi-Ole Miss, which gets buried. I've never even watched a, a minute of that game ever, but I know it exists. Yeah. Friday, wall-to-wall. And then you have the preseason, pre-season early season uh, tournaments that these college basketball teams are playing. I'm mm-hmm. watching San Diego State-Arizona right now. Yep. Two minutes left in the first half. You got the tournament in Brooklyn right now. I think Syracuse is playing St. John's. Like it's just, it's a smorgasbord of there. Just and the World Cup hitting you in the World Cup. You yep. know NBA, NHL. There's there's just everything being thrown at yep. you. Um, couple, it's couple it's a great off. week. Yeah, yeah. It's, even if you're working, it's a lax week. Nobody's really working that hard, and they're just doing the bare minimum to get through the days. So you're just stuck there with your own thoughts and with your own uh, demons, just telling you. To go put some money on that two o'clock, that two o'clock game, and uh, you know, and some college basketball tournament that's happening. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's always something. Yeah, always something and, to bet on. If and, you're like drunk on a, on Thanksgiving Eve, if you're oh, drunk like yeah, out at the yeah. bar like one a.m., yep. there will be a second half over you can take <laughs> in some game. Yeah. You just bet blindly and hope you wake up up money. Heading into the Thursday football slate. Man, Friday, you're hungover. You're not moving anywhere on Friday. You're stuffed. You're still full. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 nibbling on little things here and there. You're not you just you can't move. You just want to get through the day, right? And then there's there's gonna be something to gamble on. That was Gigi. Gigi died after playing poker. He was just bored gambling. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was maybe he was stressed because he was down a bunch. Got kids going to college and shit. We know he was stressed. Can't be adding poker debts into it. Turkey was a little dry. Blame his <laughs> wife a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like spackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your uh, what's your uh, do you have like one dessert of choice after the meal? I don't care. Zambuca. No. Zambuca. I was gonna not include I was not gonna uh it's gonna disqualify Zambuca and pastry. No, I like I like whatever you throw on me. I'm not very I, I have a sweet tooth. I'm not very picky. I'll try something new. I don't doesn't need I didn't need to be pumpkin pie, doesn't need apple pie, doesn't be traditional. I don't care. Just give me whatever you got and I'll I'll shout out on it. If I if I even have fucking room for it. Okay. Like we, I have like the nuts and the figs and stuff coming out. So if if if, if I even have a piece of cake, 
It might be, yeah, it might be leftovers. The next day. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast. Mm, well, pizza pumpkin pie for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a pumpkin guy. I, I go pumpkin pie as my uh just because it's the only time of the year you're gonna have it. Yeah. What else do you have in that? I mean, it's around. I feel like it's I feel like pumpkin pie is around for it's got a shelf life of like Thanksgiving to December 23rd. I feel like pumpkin pie is always a, not available, but I feel like there's a chance you're going to go someplace and be offered a piece of pumpkin pie within that window between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then Christmas, you can't have it on Christmas. You got to just go Christmas cookies. Yeah, no, it can't be. I can't do pumpkin pie on Christmas. I don't think. I think. I think that's probably against the rules. I wouldn't. Compl- I personally wouldn't complain, but I think you're going to look weird if you do it. Yeah, it look funny on your table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We can finish this up before doing our picks. All right, finishing touches on the uh, Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand on pecan pie? Because last year, uh, my sister in law made it, and I was like, you know what? Pecan pie. Shot up, shot up the list for me. That's a good pie. That's a good pecans, pie. yeah. But my, my my wife does a um a sweet potato casserole where the main thing is like oh, nice. uh, pecans on top. Yeah, it's like the pecans with the cinnamon. Like it's just it's, it's can't good, miss. It's a good pie, man. It really is. I don't know if I've ever had it on Thanksgiving, but I've been craving a pecan pie. So I I'm gonna seek one out this uh, holiday season. I think. Oh, you can find one, no problem. Um, I know, I know, I can. I'm, I'm sure I've seen them, but we have some beyond pie, so I don't know what they're they're going to surprise us. So, we'll see what. Uh, There's endless amounts. We could we could fill up a whole segment just talking about the holiday pies. So many pies. We I, we asked somebody at work what her favorite pie was today, and she said, uh, "I like cheesecake." Oh, uh, it's not a. It's not a pie. I, for the record, I like cheesecake. It was not a pie. It's it's yeah, it's literally cake in the name. <laughs> what what Jeez, what's your, how what's your, that your how did you fold under questioning that bad? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's not good. Um then yeah, then which unfortunately leads to me having to explain to people what chocolate lemon pie is, which is just impossible to explain and make it sound good. Because the description of it doesn't Sound good, but it's so it's so fucking good. Yeah, I'm act I'm actually not a big chocolate lemon pie guy. I'm the one guy, but I'm not no, a lemon. I'm, I'm not a lemon guy though. I don't so think you're why. the one. I think you're the one guy. I'd love I love that pie, but uh. Oh, you think you're in the minority? It's only available in like the six mile radius. Yeah, it's not really. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one, I, no one in your office knew what you were talking. No, one person did. Her family's from East Haven. She's like, "Oh, you—that's right. Like, you know, East Haven." I was like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> but she wasn't a fan of the pie either. Oh yeah, so. it's a big yeah. It's it's definitely a uh, staple. Yeah. So um, regard regard pie is like if we're going like that route. Yeah, regard pie is good too. Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, so much you could do in the pie world. I mean, it's just you, you get you find something that fits with like a cakey crust, and a flaky, tasty, sweet crust, not cakey. Um, and I guess there's so much you can do. You go, you go vanilla ice cream on your apple pie. 
Oh, I'll do any ice cream. It doesn't have to be. I, I'm not, yeah, vanilla is great, obviously, but, uh, you know, not not for me. It could be chocolate. It could be strawberry. It could be fucking anything. I don't care. I bought a carton of vanilla ice cream. I don't even know if we're going to have apple pie, but someone's going someone, someone's gonna to bring it. I got to put ice cream on my list just in case. It's a good call. You got to. You got to make sure you take yeah. that shit out like 20 minutes before. <laughs> I got a small list. For tomorrow, that list a couple odds and ends I got to get before Thanksgiving. Not Wait, you got whip, we got whipped cream. I think uh, I'm not gonna put that on my list just in case. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll put that on the list to check. Whipped cream with the pumpkin, just in case. Yeah. Ice cream with the uh, little alamo with the apple. I like an apple crisp too. Yeah, the crisp is nice. It's I mean, uh. It- yeah, we could just go all we go yeah. all day on pies. It's, I like like go to the diner like blueberry pie. Blueberry uh, pie is nice. Blueberry oh, pie man, is nice. Perfect, man. I I used we used to get five fruit pie from someplace. I don't remember if it was up here or where I grew up, but uh, it was five fruit pie and it was like blueberry cherry. Um, I don't know if apple was in made the mix. Blueberry cherry. I don't know. The fifth one was rhubarb. That's all I, that's all I remember. The fifth one was rhubarb. I would see that's one where I wouldn't know how to describe rhubarb. It's just like a fruity pie, right? Well, rhubarb is like weird. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a solo rhubarb pie. But man, I want to. I think I might. This might just be a month of pies: blueberry one week, pecan the next week. Nice regret yeah. pie. Good nice regret pie in there too. Yeah, I, I usually get pies. those like around Christmas. We're going oh, pies. Man. I had to go nonstop with the pies. Never, I never had a sweet potato pie. That's one I don't, don't, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because you already ha- you're already working sweet potato into the meal. You don't really need it in pie form too. Yeah, you don't need to double up or anything. That's yeah. Don't go crazy with the sweet potatoes. If you're gonna double up on anything. Don't make it the sweet potatoes. Uh yeah no, oh what about like a uh, a coconut cream pie? I don't or any had, any. I don't know if I've ever had any of those kind of things. Coconut cream, the lemon meringue, nothing like that. Key lime, I've never gone that way with the pies. Nah, I'm not a really key lime guy. I don't think I would hate it though. I really don't. If it was done, you know, the right way, I don't think I would hate it. I got an idea what it would probably. I have an idea in my head of what it would taste like. I don't think I mind it. Which one, the key lime? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like lime. I never had lemon meringue. Would you try lemon? You're not a lemon guy. Yeah, it's not a lemon. I'm lemon. I've always been turned off by lemon. Just not a not a fan. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Try to think. <sighs> is there any other like, holiday dinners in the diner? Is there any other place you get pie? Yeah. You don't go to like a nice restaurant and get pie at the end. No. Mm-mm. That's a really weird. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's a really weird dessert. It doesn't have a home outside of the holidays. I think that's what makes it special. And the diner. Because there's nothing really special. There's nothing like, you know jumps off the page at you about a pie, right? It's just very 
It's very modest, the pie. You know what I mean? Like an apple pie, pumpkin pie. But it's just your brain associates it with the holidays, which elevates it. But I think that the pie brings more to the table than a cake does. As much as like an ice cream cake, chocolate cake, like, yeah, phenomenal. Pie's like got a crust There's inside. There's more to it. Character. It's got character. Yeah, it's a lot of character. I used to say a long time ago where I'm more of a pie guy than a cake guy. I think that's true. Because I could, I would, I might have two pieces of pie. I don't think I'm ever going to have two pieces of cake. Well, that's not true. I would be more. I'd be. I'd, I would definitely get two pieces of either. But I think I'd be more likely to get two pieces of cake. Cake, cake can also be very rich. I right, two pieces of pie. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point too. There's a lot of rich cakes out there that you cannot double up on. A, a I, nice... I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm anti cake, but like I've been out no. on cake for a little bit like i since i was a kid i've been doing like pastries <laughs> on my birthday like like 14 years old i was like fuck the cake like because <laughs> pa- again like with the, this goes along with your pie theory like you have a cu- couple pieces of pie pastry i'll have a couple different patients sort of yeah around. with yeah. cake i'm just having a piece of cake and then it's i don't know it's just yeah. it's uh i do like cake it's not like yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm not anti-cake yeah, by any stretch, I'll have a fucking piece of cake right now. I don't care. <laughs> hey, you guys know me. You guys know my right thing. <laughs> I want some cake too, and I should mention it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just yeah. I think I think I'm more of a pie guy though. Just overall, if I give my druthers, give me a choice between the two, I'm going with the pie. It's just it's just um, it's endless like endless variety, endless and- what. A- and like you said before, you could always throw yeah, endless variety, and you could always throw a piece of ice cream or a scoop of ice cream on top. You could add that kind of cakeness to it without taking away from the pineness. Because you get that sweetness that you would get from a cake with the ice cream, but then you get like that whatever gelatinous fruit or whatever you get in there, sugary, whatever. This is the presentation of a pie, too. Like the presentation of cakes, like th- those are works of art, like the yeah. people who do the cakes. But like the, there's something like very. Um, simple, but also unique about the presentation of a pie. Like it's simple, right? Yeah. But it's just I don't know. There's something about it on the table. It's just like oh, you know, warm, co- warm coming out of like the oven, yeah. right? A little, oh, little yeah. steam coming off of it. Oh yeah, well, slits in it, steam comes out. Oh, that's the stuff. It, I think it's because cake you associate maybe more with like birthdays, which could be like a pain in the ass. Whereas pies, it's like holidays, family. They're a pain in the ass. They're a pain in the ass too. True. <laughs> I mean, we welcome a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass that we welcome, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you feel more. You feel a little more fu- fuzzy inside for a pie. Fair. There's something to it. I'm nobody gonna, ever has. Like, a pe- I'm going to write a five thousand word essay on this. Nope. Nobody ever gets a piece of pie and says, "This is going right to my hips." Cake, cake all the time. Like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. This is terrible for me. Nobody ever yeah. complains about a pie. Yeah, you all can't right. complain about pie. All right. Well, we'll look forward to your essay. <laughs> your three your three part Thesis. series. Your three part series. Uh the New York Times magazine coming up. Um, let's get to Thursday. Let's get to Thanksgiving. We're already right. we're at dessert. Dessert's gonna be sometime between the Giants. Beating Dallas and uh, Minnesota, playing New England—that's when dessert will be, I guess. Um, that's my fan, the fan of me talking about beating. That's not my pick. 
that's the fan of me talking about the Giants winning. But uh, three really good games coming up on Thursday. Like you said, it's not. It's better than anything we have. Better than the certainly better than the primetime games that we have waiting for us um, at the end yes. of the weekend. Oof. Um, and probably better than the entire slate. So bear down on Thanksgiving, and here are your picks. Um, I don't have my uh, Teddy Roosevelt dime over here. It doesn't really matter. I know who I'm picking. So, oh, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, we doesn't. Or we're not. <laughs> we have to, we both have to pick each games. So, yes. Uh, Buffalo plays Detroit in the early game. That's an early early game, right? Twelve thirty. Is that right? Twelve thirty. Love yeah, the twelve thirty kickoff. Yep. Um, twelve thirty. Uh, right off the bat, let's just say who we have, and then we can t- talk about it. I have it's Buffalo favored by nine and a half at Detroit. I'm I'm going with Detroit. Here. I love Buffalo. Love <laughs> Buffalo. All right. Well, here's why. Uh, here's why I don't love Buffalo. Um, short week. Allen's been banged up. Not been himself. It's uh, you know a lot going on. I think they went back to Buffalo. What's the spread right now? Nine. I got it nine and a half right before we okay. the show. Right before we got onto the show. Um. And it's uh, I just yeah Detroit. I've, I obviously have a little more respect for Detroit. Again, they're in games all the time. I've, after having just waxed the Giants a couple of days ago, um, I, I did, they're just always in games somehow. They won three games in a row. Um, they're at home. It's Thanksgiving. We know we're we were just we're used to just seeing them get their asses handed to them on Thanksgiving and being you know checking out of that game early. I don't think it's going to be the case this time around. Um, and again, Allen's not playing up to his his level of uh, of skill, his level of talent um, as of now. Again, maybe he's hurt. We've had a rough time of it recently, and um, and a short week. I just think it's going to be a tight game. I think the Lions are going to come crashing back down to earth this week. They beat the Giants. They beat. They didn't. It wasn't like they're beating good teams. Who the Giants? Detroit. They're not. They're not going out. They beat. They didn't like. They, yeah, like, I mean, they beat, like Kansas City and uh, what was Buffalo. it Green Bay, the Giants, and uh, the Bears. So, right, right. bad teams. Right. So furthers come, my point. Right, but no, but you're saying come crashing down to earth. Well, they're I mean, just, they're on. A, they're on a high right now. They're you know Dan Campbell's crying in the locker room. He's making emotional speeches and shit. This <laughs> is a this is a big step up in class. I mean, fair enough. If you had told if you had told me let's say three weeks ago before Detroit was on this winning streak, I was going to be able to get the bills, you know, by single digits on Thanksgiving. I would have taken mm, it. Fair enough. The, okay. Allen, the Allen injury is, you know, a little concerning. Maybe he's a little banked up, but uh, I've just seen I too many times. I've, I've talked myself into the Lions on Thanksgiving. Uh, I am a historically uh, atrocious Thanksgiving gambler, so take that for what it is. But so am, uh, I. So, yeah, so am I. So here we go, picking the opposite teams. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be make it really confusing for you. I'll just I'll just quit while I'm ahead now. Bills. Uh, whoa, that was Bills nine and a half. All right, second game. The New York Giants are nine and a half point dogs at Dallas. Dallas come off that gigantic win. Not gigantic, meaning like big, but just a. It was an ass kicking um, against Minnesota, and uh, the Giants coming off a disappointing loss to Detroit at home. Go ahead. What do you got, Ant? Uh, all right. 
little bit of a mini system play here. Oh, let's, I, give, I went, let's give me the pick first, and we'll then we'll discuss. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Giants. Giants plus nine and a half. I'm with you. We're both going Giants there. All right. Now, sorry. Now you can. A little bit of a mini system here. I went back. This was the game I struggled with the most. Yeah. The other two, I kind of. There was a team that kind of jumped off it. Not the Bills. I love. We'll get to the night game, but um, this was the one where I, I, I look at the spread, I look at where the money is, and I think Dallas might be the right side. But I went back and forth so many times. When in doubt, my system is take the points in a division game, especially NFC East game. Nine and a half. It's nine and a half. You said. Yeah. Nine and a half is so many points. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. You know, we talked about the look ahead line last week. It was Cowboy seven. Mm-hmm. Now, Lion, you know, Lions uh, kicked the shit out of the Giants. Dallas kicks the shit out of the Vikings. Two and a half, it jumps up. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, I just got to take the points. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I still think the Cowboys are frauds. Now, maybe the Vikings are bigger frauds, but I still think the Cowboys are frauds. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to lay that many points with them. Uh, well, last year they were big. They were pretty decent sized favorites against the Raiders, and they lost on Thanksgiving in yes. in overtime. So right, yeah. Uh, Gun to my head, I think the Cowboys win, but I'm taking the the Giants to uh, cover the number. Yeah, there's also the possibility that the Giants are frauds as well. Uh, that's out there um, in the world at this point. Um, just uh, yeah, I kind of along with you. Division game always kind of. Scared scares me when it's a big number. I also think that this might just be coming off like it's the right time for that for this game for that line. Like it's like you know coming coming off the two the big loss the big victory. It's just like you don't see a team kind of going out and blowing out two teams in a row back to back. You don't see a team. You don't see a good team. Assuming the Giants are not for all, you don't see a good team coming out and playing. At their worst, the back-to-back games, you think they kind of turn it around, turn it up a little bit. Um, and what scares me is that that the, the Cowboys are actually not, or maybe frauds, but are a different level of fraud, like a different like the Giants. I've been playing way above their head with talent that they don't have, where the Cowboys have the talent. And while they they might be frauds when it come, when push comes to shove against the cream of the NFL. Um, Against the division rival, like the, the the Cowboys have been frauds for a long time, and they've always kind of handled the Giants. So it's not it's it's been a long time since I've felt comfortable going into a, a, a Giants Cowboys game, and like feeling like we have a chance to to beat them. Um, so even when the Cowboys are frauds, they've always managed a way to that that's what scared me. They always they've always managed to find a way to beat the Giants. So, but nine and a half big number. I'm sticking with the G men. Sticking with the Giants. A little bit too much praise for the Cowboys this week. Let me see them. Let me see them go out there and, yeah, and that, lay the that, smackdown that, again. That's another that's another big factor. I mean, just in the in our mindset is just you see them, you see them get praised, seeing them people hype them up, the real deal, all that kind of shit. Like let's see them do it, you know, consistently. Which leads us to our night game, New England uh at Minnesota. New England and the Jets played one of the Best games of the year over the weekend, and Minnesota uh, got their asses kicked by the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys. Minnesota is two and a half point favorites here. Um, I really want to go New England here, mm-hmm. 
it's just it's cousins in prime time. Spell check off a really bad game. I really want to go New England here, but I don't think New England is very good. I'm you have go it at top. three, two and a half. Okay, and I'm going to go with Minnesota. I just I'm going New. I'm going New England. Cousins, Kirk Cousins in prime time. I I know. Uh... I know. I know. I just don't. I don't know. For me, I just don't think New England's very good. He couldn't even handle the four twenty-five prime time slot. I know, but I mean. I agree. The Vikings should absolutely be three points better than New England, but yeah, yeah this, this is another system play. I can't take Kirk Cousins in prime time. I can't do it. I yes, I, I that's 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 the only thing that's holding me back. And the fact that's the that's what's holding me back is like the old that like one of those old adages. Like you don't bet on this guy in prime time, or you don't bet on this guy in West Coast games, or whatever. Like. I got I to talk myself out of it sometimes. I got to just I got to decide that the better team is going to prevail and cover, obviously. Um, and I I have to believe that Minnesota, while fraudulent, again on a different level, fraudulent when the push comes to shove when they when they play the cream, they're going to take care of uh, out of division team that comes in town. I said to believe it, and when I'm wrong, I'll say you know I'll understand why I was wrong. I could say, well, I knew. <laughs> so I have that going for me. You may be, yeah, you may be sitting there saying that. It's very possible. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think New England's that good either. I just, it's, it's more of a, it's, it's more of an anti cousins than it is a uh, pro Pats. Yep. Uh, just, just so you know, you are, after last week, be sure if let me know if anything is wrong here. Sounds wrong. 18, mm-hmm. 13, and two. Yeah, I went one, one, and one last week. Yeah. One's across the board. And I am 18 and 14. No. That's uh, uh... 18, 14, and one. Sorry. 18, 14, and one. I went right. one and two last week. All right. Yeah. The you ever think about what your record would be if you hadn't picked the Jets twice in three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh were you were you upset with me. the black with the block in the back? Because then, <laughs> then Nick Full kicks a field goal and Jets cover. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just it's. it's but you could sleep. But you could sleep at night. You could sleep at night knowing it wasn't Zach Wilson's fault. It's according <laughs> to him. It's what it's it's what you get for like putting your faith in the Jets. Um, so no, I, you know, when you when you say when you make statements, on on you know that are recorded and people can listen to you, you and and it's a statement about the Jets. You understand what the risk is. Um, yeah. So it's risky. But yeah, no, certainly not Zach Wilson's fault. That guy did nothing wrong, period. I mean, he didn't give up the three points. Um, <laughs> or, the, well, or he didn't give up the ten points. But he didn't give up the, the three points that they would have been up by. Because um, all they put all they put on the board was three. I mean, but two yards of offense, it's a little <laughs> too – I understand he's a game manager, but that's a little too conservative, Zach. Don't you think? Well, it's the second half. 
<laughs> yeah, you really got to slow it down. Yeah. Uh, you know, the most concerning part about it, like he could come back from this easily. All right. He's got to play well and win. But the most concerning part about it. I was going to say everything besides everything. Well, like here's like, I'd love a guy who's got a little personality, a guy who takes a stand, a guy who speaks his mind. But there's certain things you just, you, you don't take a stand on. There's certain things you don't say. And when you're a quarterback and they ask you about your defense, and if you let them down, you do not say no. Even if you lost 38-35. Yeah. Even if, if you fake you, it. Even if you lost 30, 30 if you lost 38 to three, you don't say yeah. you, you don't say you let them down. You don't you don't throw them under the bus. I mean, no, it's not like he didn't actually throw them under the bus, but it was just an easy, it was a layup where you just you just it's, they ask you about the defense, you defer. You take you shoulder it. And it's a pretty simple thing to do as a quarterback. And to not have the wherewithal to do that, that would concern me more than more than the fact that he said it, the mindset that he would take to say it bothers me. Like even yeah, if he felt, it, even it, if he felt like, that way. I don't care that he feels like that way. There's like 10 different, 10 different red flags. Yeah. I don't care if he felt that way. You don't fucking say it to a reporter. It's crazy. This guy needs to be coached on the field, off the field. Did he? Uh, did you're Zach... not. I mean, you're. He's. It sounds like he's. Forget about the. He's definitely lost the fan base. Done. Yeah. Lack of lack of account, lack of accountability yeah. is you know one way ticket to losing the oh, fan base. And it happened so fast, Dan. Because on Friday, people were concerned about him, but still had a little bit of faith in them. This happened on Sunday, Monday. Everybody turned. Every Jets fan turned on him on Monday morning. And if he starts on on Sunday, I would start Mike White, but that's. You know, that's me. Yeah. All anything short of a uh opening drive touchdown. Bench him. <laughs> he, he's gonna get booed. Oh yeah. Sure. The leash is he's gonna, gonna get be. eviscerated by the crowd. The leash is the leash if he starts is gonna be so short. You might not even get if he goes three and out, that might be it. And the the it's it, the crowd is gonna be I'm not gonna say they're gonna go there to boo. But they're gonna be they're gonna be very restless from oh, play number one. Yeah, for sure. They're not. They're, yeah, they're, they're gonna be squirming in their chairs. You know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna have a diamond brewing up there at the, up there, just waiting for him to fuck up. And uh, that we call. I mean, we called this. We could play the audio. We <laughs> when he got drafted, we just looked at his face, and it was like a Frankie coffee cake sort of thing. And it was like that face <laughs> is not. That face is not. That face, that face is just not ready, equipped no. for New York. It it's looks even not. worse now. It looks even worse now. Yeah, he doesn't look like a quarterback in any sense of the it's any sense of the word. Did he also mention the wind too? That it was windy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, "Oh, that's <laughs> insane. That is insane." Yeah. Yeah, as for a a north a quarterback in the Northeast, it's almost like nobody's talked to him about being a quarterback for the Jets. Specifically, the Jets. Like, how do you yeah. not, not? Again, another gimme. You don't complain with the weather. That's I mean, play, that's play a, the Meadowlands. Yeah, it's a football player thing too. It's not just a quarterback thing. But I mean, it's don't fucking play with the weather. No, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Now, it's just yeah. a matter. Is it a matter? Is this like I'm seeing goats out? Is this I'm seeing ghosts out there, or is this just a blip? And he figures it out. Like it's just a matter. Like, it could be the thing that ends him in New York, or it could be, the, or it could be. The thing that's just like, oh yeah, remember, remember you had you had that misstep that one time, 
Um, he killed it. Which quarterback? I mean, I've never been on in on. I've never been in on Wilson, so I'm gonna. I don't know if this is necessarily it for him, but he's not. Oh, it's a turning point. It's, it's, he's not there for the. He's not there for the long haul. Well, it was a turning. It was a turning point for sure. I mean, he's he's definitely he he lost a little bit of. Um, I saw I've I saw a lot more from Darnold his first like year and a half two years than I've seen from Wilson. I don't think I've seen anything from Wilson. Period. Yeah, Nothing. Right. Then Darnold started. Oh, imagine Darnold goes out and wins for Carolina on Sunday. Yeah. He has a great game. Yeah, yep. that'd, be that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, even better Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was yeah, really, I, I was I don't, I'm not in on Wilson at all. I don't like Wilson. No, he has not done anything. And um, I don't think Jet, Jets fans have ever really bought in to Wilson. I think it's just like if you knew it's your guy, there's a hope. There's a hope. It's, it's like me with Danny Jones. Like, Yeah, but but I'm saying like, yeah, okay, he's your guy. But I'm saying like his actual play on the field, I don't think they've ever bought into him watching him play. I don't think Giants – well, see, I'm still on Solon Jones because you're not coming back in a game where you're down big. He doesn't throw deep. Like it's just I'm not. I'm still not in on Jones because mm-hmm. of his play. But I see where his play can be. You get you could get caught up in some of the things he's he capable of doing. I don't think there's any of that with uh, with Wilson. I don't think I don't no, think and, people, and people not, talk about his plus arm or whatever. But I mean that's you know he's a fucking quarterback. He better have some kind of an arm. I mean I can go through the long list of guys. Who've had plus arms, you know? Yeah. Jeff yeah. George had an awesome arm. Yeah. He was also way better than Zach Wilson. But we can go down Very the true. list. You see Ryan Leaf owned a Jets fan on Twitter. Oh yeah. That was yeah, I meant to bring it <sighs> Rushed up. him. Yeah, really. Leaf is uh talking about turning a page. <laughs> the guy's really embraced. Uh, that's how that's how like sad life as a Jets fan is you could have Ryan Leaf dunk on you. There's yeah. not many people that Ryan Leaf could Talk like, shit to Ryan Leaf said it said something along the lines of like, somebody some Jets fans talk shit to Ryan Leaf, um, basically Ryan, comparing Wilson to Ryan Leaf, right? R- like, did, did oh, we right. draft the Mormon Ryan Leaf? Right, right. That was the question was, and I don't know the first response. Ryan Leaf responded, "This guy came back with something, tell him to shut the fuck up because he's like a he's a fuck up," and then yeah. Ryan Leaf said something along the lines of. The last thirty years of my life have been better than any Jets fan, and I've been in and I was in prison for three of those years. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> Checkmate. Yeah. But another thing with Wilson, though, you know, we know like he's kind of lost the fan base now. I think most of them want Mike White and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it Flacco. sounds like he's. It People sounds like Flacco too, which is crazy. Ah, that's crazy. I think you got to go Mike White if you go anyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, it sounds like he's lost like. Forget about the defensive guy. He's lost like some of the offensive guys. I feel like Wilson. There's only one receiver wanted to trade. Elijah Moore, right? Yeah, before the yeah weeks ago. He po- I heard and I've heard like he posted something on Instagram. I don't really follow it that closely, but he did something in his Insta story, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Garrett Wilson. I forget what he did. He made a comment after the game, but uh, it sounds like the. You know his guys like losing the locker room. Yeah, he's supposed to yeah, he's supposed to revere the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Salah's got his hands full now because now yeah, I mean I think he's kind of lost Salah too because Salah didn't back him up, 
I know he's got to do that, but you don't know. Big moment I, for the coach. This is this, talk about a turning point for the quarterback. I think ooh, this is like a big, yeah. big moment for the coach. Like, let's see what you got now. Are you the guy going forward? Yeah, this is okay. the, the thing is, he just might not have the right horses to like pull him out of this. Like, you just not like, but they got a great defense and they have some talent. Like, I don't think the Jets are that good, but they have some pieces. Maybe they're being graded on like the Jets curve a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, their defense is great. Um, I wonder. Like, there's not, there's no world where Mike White starts and and Flacco's the backup, right? Like, it's gonna be Wilson's gonna be the backup, no matter what. Yeah, I would think so. unless unless there's some sort of beef behind the scenes and you know Wilson disciplinary reasons, but make no, it would be White, wanna, White wanna and make, Wilson. Want to make an example of them though? Might be solid, like, or is that too bold because he's a high draft pick? And yeah, they you know how they are now with these guys. Number two overall, making a few bucks, right? Yeah, but so, you know, I, I don't know if he's the guy or not. But some guys do take a couple years to develop. I mean, it's wouldn't be the first guy that needed a, a few reps. Uh, hey, listen, to Tua, but... Tua, his rookie year got pulled out of two different games. Yeah, got benched for Fitzpatrick. You guys, went, you guys went to the playoffs, right? Well, no, week 17, we got killed because Fitzpatrick got COVID and Tua had a start. Oh, we got killed by the Bills. Right, 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 right. But you guys run. But yeah, run, we're right? in a playoff race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're in a playoff yeah. race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> jo- Josh Allen wasn't really good until year three. That's correct. That's very true. That's, yeah, he wasn't. He was a little I mean, bit better. Was better. To be fair, him. though, to Tua and Allen, like those guys showed a lot more life than. Wilson has this for like Wilson's been Wilson has been bad like so bad he had that one moment in Pittsburgh where he brought him back in the fourth quarter Mm. and that's really been it Allen just this week blame or just within the past two weeks blamed himself for a loss which may or might not have been I mean the guy does everything that's just what you do that's just what you do as the quarterback or as Um, the leader of a team yeah yeah crazy Saying no is a wild. You think he got? You think he got a talking to from the coach? It sounded like he might have. It sounded like he. I don't know if he was. I don't know if it was just in the press he said it, or if he actually had to talk with him. But Salah did say something. I thought, I thought it came, or maybe he talked to him about it, or maybe uh, maybe it was just the headline that I read that kind of framed like he said something. But maybe I don't know. How how do you? But to, yeah, but to your question, how do you not talk to the guy? He has to talk to him. I'm not going to say I know what it's like to be in that locker room or anything, but been around New York sports enough to know, like I know more than, you know, a 23 year old from Utah. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just, this just, it just felt like a bad fit from the start. Like I, these are like things that are not taken into account when you're bringing in players to New York. Mm-hmm. Like you just saw that face in the the BYU and the Mormon, the mom, and we were just the sitting mom, there. On, and the mom's a problem. Oh, and the mom, yeah, and we were just sitting there on draft night, like, oh no, this is not gonna do work. Think, uh, do you think anybody who was like in the room making the decision was like, all right, let's go Wilson? They go to Wilson, they they, they show the mom, and the guy just goes like, yeah, real life puts his hand in his in his on his face and realizes that they fucked up. That was it. All that, all that, and they'll be research this guy's mom. No. Nope. <laughs> They, these guys, I'm telling you, these guys, I mean, coming in from Utah to New York, man, he's shell-shocked. 
You have no idea what, and I'm not saying I know what it's like, but like as a fan here, like I know a little bit more than Zach Wilson does. You know what it, I mean, you know what it, you, from our purview, we know what it takes. We know the animal that is New York. And it's right. just like, you got to be tough. We know the makeup that it takes to be a success story. There's a certain amount of grit. There's a certain amount of just being oblivious to what's going on. There's a certain amount of being able to just focus on your world. You know, you, and there's you, certain things that just don't fly in New York. And it's just the lack of right. accountability. Yeah. Like that's not, that's now that's Trevor Lawrence could get away with that in Jacksonville. You in New York, though, as Wilson, like that's that's all they've been talking about on talk radio the last two days. Yeah, like you're getting murdered by the fan base, crushed. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's New York. And it's gonna it's gonna come out next week if you have uh, any misstep. They're, they're just, oh, they are gonna pound on the man. And I'm sick of the whole narrative, like, oh, New York fans are drive you out in New York. I'm fucking sick of it. If you can't handle the New York fans, you can't win in New York. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. And it's not on the fans. It is not on the fans to coddle these guys as they come over here. Like you're getting like, well, I don't want to bring the paycheck into it, but you're getting paid to play the game. All right. Yes. And part of it, and part of the deal is if you suck or if you let us down or you come up small, we're gonna let you know. And as and if you are a dick and you and you disrespect out loud the one good piece of a team, like the defense has the fans hyped up. Sauce has the fans hyped up, and yeah, you come out uh, and you and you, the quarterback, the guy who's maybe the one guy holding this team back, comes out and says that he didn't let him down. Just says straight up, no, no. They, they are they see that for what it is, man. They see it as arrogance. They see it as just a com- complete lack of any understanding of a of what that team is doing right now, and and no understanding at all what his place in that is. And, and they were already fucking pissed at you before you even opened your mouth. Right, but that was just for talent. <laughs> that was just for talent. That's what and I'm so saying. They, you were already yeah. behind in the count 0-2. There's a certain level of, there's a, not every fan's going to have it, but there's more patience when it's like a, a skill or a talent thing, right? Because then they, yeah. they also, New Yorkers also like the gritty underdog, a guy who comes out of nowhere and maybe isn't very good. Maybe he is on a rookie, or maybe he is on like a uh, league minimum salary or something that steps up. All right, so everybody loves Victor Cruz. He came out of nowhere to be Victor Cruz. Mm. You know, it's you know, but if you're if if you're the guy, if you're the if you're the guy, number two draft pick, and you can't get the right answer, and, uh, and there was your defense under the bus, uh, yeah, you deserve everything that's coming to you. You asked for it. The worst possible answer he could have given. Yeah, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> You could have words. you could have said no and said words after that, and it would have been better than just no. Yeah. And you could have said something stupid after the word no, and it would have been better than just saying no. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just brutal. That's the, that's the Jets. Yep. So, all right. Well, what we could talk a little more. We got uh got to start wrapping it up here. Unless you want to come back for segment number four, of course. Which holiday weekend? You never know. Um, or a week. I think I've I think I've emptied the tank. Fair enough. Enough pie stuff. We'll be back here on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, we'll do a Friday picks. Do our sh- a Friday show for picks for the weekend. 
Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out on the fly. All right, sounds good. And in the meantime, thanks everybody else for listening, uh, spending time with us at Sunday Poor. We'll be back here uh, later in the week. And uh, yeah, check in on you later in the week. Give you uh, the rest of the week twelve slate. Until then, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>